0: Hello everybody, this is Carol Huber-Sanik with a new episode on the nearness of you. And this one is named the day after Veterans Day. It's a short episode. It's filled with some quotes about Veterans Day. I talk about my trip to the World War II Memorial in Washington, D.C. And of course, I end the show with a letter from my dad. And I (laughs) I stumbled over some of his French words. My father could not speak French. He was really funny. He used to tease my mom all the time with bad French. But I love my dad, I love my mom, and I love all our veterans. And I just wanted to say... Thank you, and that's why I chose to do this show the day after Veterans Day. And now, for your listening pleasure. It's Veterans Day. And I'm recording this show on Veterans Day, knowing that I probably won't take it live until tomorrow, but that's okay. I wanted to share my thoughts and, of course, a love letter home and catch people up on what's been going on and the research I've been doing and my wonderful trip to Washington, D.C., where I spent an entire afternoon at the World War II Memorial. I went up to the computers, and sure enough, there was my dad's name. I had honored him. So I'm happy to see that he's there. I got an interview with a National Park Service ranger, and that will be coming soon. And he talks about trivia and all kinds of interesting things that happen and that he's seen there at the memorial. It's going to have a lot of noise in the background. We're going to do the best we can with cleaning it up. But you have to remember, if you've been there, there's a fountain going on the whole time. It's Washington, D.C. There's noise. There's traffic. There's sirens. We're just going to have to get through it. And that show will be coming before the holidays, meaning the Christmas holidays, it was a wonderful trip. I felt my father's presence as I sat there and I looked at everybody that was paying their respect. You know, I I just felt him. I know he would have loved to know that there was such a beautiful memorial dedicated to the men and the women who served in World War II. So I pulled up some quotes about Veterans Day, and I just thought that this would be a good time to read those quotes. From Arthur Kessler, the most persistent sound which reverberates through men's history is the beating of war drums. From Alan Keller, the only war is the war you fought in. Every veteran knows that. From Vijaya Lakshimi Pandit, the more we sweat in peace, the less we bleed in war. That's a beautiful one, isn't it? James Baker, if you're not going to pull the trigger, don't point the gun. Frederick the Great, the most certain way of ensuring victory is to march briskly and in good order against the enemy, always endeavoring to gain ground. Richard Watson Gilder, better than honor and glory in history's iron pen, was the thought of duty done and the love of his fellow men. Michel de Montaigne, valor is stability, not of legs and arms, but of courage and the soul. Oliver Wendell Holmes, Lord, bid war's trumpet cease, fold the whole earth in peace. Elmer Davis, this nation will remain the land of the free only so long as it is the home of the brave. Thomas Dunn, English, but the freedom that they fought for and the country grand they wrought for is their monument today and for I. Maya Angelou, how important is it for us to recognize and celebrate our heroes and sheroes? Andrew Bernstein, the hero is the man dedicated to the creation and or defense of reality conforming life-promoting values. John Fitzgerald Kennedy, as we express our gratitude, we must never forget that the highest appreciation is not to utter words, but to live by them. Earlene Larson Jenks, have the courage to act instead of react. Sydney Sheldon. My heroes are those who risk their lives every day to protect our world and make it a better place. Police, firefighters, and members of our armed forces. Jim Ramstad, America's veterans deserve the very best health care because they've earned it. Ronald Reagan, history teaches that war begins when governments believe the price of aggression is cheap. Steve Byer. America's veterans embody the ideals upon which America was founded more than, well, however many years ago. he said This was when he wrote it, he said 229 years ago. Jennifer home We can't equate spending on veterans with spending on defense. Our strength is not just in the size of our defense budget, but in the size of our hearts, in the size of our gratitude for their service, and that's not just measured in words or gestures. John Doolittle. America's veterans have served their country with the belief that democracy and freedom are ideals to be upheld against the world. Buckminster Fuller. Either war is obsolete or men are. Solomon Ortiz. As a former veteran, I understand the needs of veterans and have been clear. We will work together, stand together with the administration, but we will also question their policies when they shortchange veterans and military retirees. Something I think maybe we need to revisit again. Zach Wamp. Thank you for the sacrifices you and your families are making. Our Vietnam veterans have taught us that no matter what our positions may be on policy, as Americans and patriots, we must support all of our soldiers with our thoughts and prayers. Gary Hart. I think there is one higher office than president, and I would call that patriot. are not those some beautiful quotes? And I know they span some time, you know. I wasn't sure about those years. 229, whatever, because there was no date with that quote. This is a short show today. I just wanted to recognize the fact that it is Veterans Day. And to tell you a little bit about my trip to Washington, D.C., I do intend to go back. It was really, truly, oh, overwhelmingly heartbreaking at times to see the memorial. And yet, it was heartwarming to realize that we have one now. I wish I would have seen an honor flight. I still want to see an honor flight ceremony. And Senator Bob Dole was there. I just missed him. So that's too bad. And you know what? It's time for me to close this podcast show. But first, there's always a letter home from my dad. And it just so happens that this one was written February 12th, 1945. And it was postmarked Valentine Day. Dearest. Hello, angel mine. Oh, golly. It gives me shivers that my father spoke that way. How's the poor little working girl doing these days? Well, I kept my word, and I wrote quite a few letters yesterday. Besides the one I wrote to you, I wrote to my folks and to my brother. I hope to be able to write a few lines to Bob sometime later this evening. At this moment, I have a can of water on the stove, heating it so that I can wash and shave. We have to make our daily ration of wood and coal last as long as possible, and these tents are hard to keep us warm, especially when we ha- when we have only one handful of wood and a helmet full of coal. War as hell, you know. He didn't say that, I did. We haven't been paid as yet for the month of January, so we will have two pays this month. I still have about 100 francs, or a little better than $14. And as money doesn't mean much, As we can't spend anything besides our weekly candy and cigarette money, which amounts to about 29 francs, I'll have plenty to tide me over. In fact, the boys in the platoon owe me for their rations as I've paid for them most of the time when they're broke. Boy, my father was a good egg. It was a good idea that I took out that extra bond which is being sent to you. I had a hunch that I wouldn't need cash here. And at least this way we are saving something for ourselves. By the way, hon, write me when you receive notification or when you receive the first bond. Because I can't trace it from here. And I have to know if you don't receive it. This encre Supercure, which I'm now writing with, is a French ink which I chiseled from staff sergeant Ray Ferguson. You met them at the dance in Shelbyville. Well, I wonder when our next mail call will be. Those letters which I received from you have spoiled me, and now I find that I keep looking for more every day. Enclosing seven francs, or about 14 cents. Have a good time, but don't spend it all in the same place. Well, sweetheart, comes time now to be signing off. And so until tomorrow, when I'll write again, remember, dear, that I love and miss you so much. Good night, darling. Your sweetheart, Willie. I think the favorite quote I read is the one from Gary Hart. I think there is one higher office than president, and I would call that patriot. I agree. I totally agree completely agree. Thank you again for your service, and thank you listeners for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Remember, if there's anything you want to ask me or anything that you want to suggest or maybe you want to be on the show, all you need to do is email me. Very simple. My name, Carol, C A R O L E, Lynn, L Y N N E, Sanic, S S and Sam, A N ek at gmail.com. And I promise you, I will answer. I'm always looking for exciting news to bring people in good shows and great interviews. I have an interview coming with the National Park Service Ranger at the World War II Memorial. I have an interview coming with C.C. Otto, the singer. I keep promising that one's going to be the next one. And I just lined up five more people who want to tell their stories about service in World War II or the service of one of their relatives, or a story they remember. And oh yes, before I forget, I did one more interview with Shannon Moore Martin, whose grandfather is still very much alive and living in Lehigh, Pennsylvania. And she reads the history of his experience as a fighter pilot. So we have some good interviews coming. Thank you so much for listening. I can't say thank you enough. I know I don't do these shows as often as I would like to, but I appreciate the fact that you take time out of your busy day to be a part of them. Happy Veterans Day. Happy day after Veterans Day. Bye now.